Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on? Charlie, what's up? Hi, not much. Here to talk about my thoughts and feelings and on anime in general. Oh, good. Just, uh, God. just not just. I've been feeling pretty blue again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one needs that. No okay. one needs that. That's a lot. Graham, hi, mate. Oh, I just hear about talking about my feelings too. <laughs> We're doing a different Maybe some anime. Today. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so this is going to be a quick one. We are going to do a little mid-season spring 2023 anime season check-in. So, again, last time we went very early on it, which meant we were reading a lot of synopses that a lot of us hadn't even seen the first episode of, which is kind of fun and exciting. Now, we'll, of course, come back and do our seasonal roundup, but now we're at the mid-season. Just want to check in and be like, what are we, where are we at? What are those shows that we didn't really know much about? Are they good? Are they bad? Got one that I read out as a synopsis. Turns out, real bad. Uh, that is, of course, Dead Mount Death Play. That was the, <laughs> I watched it as well. It's so fucking shit, dude. This etchy, it's like it's oh, fan it's service it's like the most like, up show ever. It's fucking, it's, it, look, it's actually shit. So I mentioned it before. It's basically, it's a reverse isekai where like a dark necromancer gets defeated by the grand shining hero and gets transported to Earth. Where he is, of course, a ridiculously overpowered necromancer. Got a lot of overlord vibes, but in reverse. It's trashy. It's fucking etchy. There is there is fucking like really, really painfully and uncomfortably sexualized female characters. Oh, like the whole a it's whole cooked, new level. dude. Yeah. Like it's cooked. I watched the first episode and I was like, I just went on a podcast and suggested this. <laughs> I'm ruined. I was like, ruined. oh shit. Like and I watched like three episodes and I was like, getting worse like that's the problem with the problem with anime and like <laughs> we're reading a synopsis like well i don't know might be something look guys that's how we do this now don't think that i was actually supporting it this is why the mid-season check-in exists so i can go back on a Eat synopsis crow. which looked relatively innocuous there were some red flags in retrospect but um i look, think it's based off an actual etchy manga it's bad dude like um, i think it's actually because i remember i was on reddit and someone was complaining that they cut down some sex scenes in there. So it's meant to be like actual etchy porn. So if you'd done a slight bit of research on the source material that you were suggesting, you might have been like, maybe not. Look, I don't know. Like sometimes you want to take a swing. I mean, look, hang on. Fate Zero, that is based off like an etchy-esque visual novel. Absolutely. Sometimes Sometimes. it can be a masterpiece. It's all in the adaptation, y'all. Yeah, so this one uh, didn't quite hit Got it wrong. Okay, Uh, look, and also I hadn't seen any of it when I suggested it. This is how we're doing this new system. Anyway... Uh, don't watch it. It fucking sucks. I've given it up. Don't worry. Um, it's trash. I watched two episodes of it because <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a whirl. See, sometimes the synopsis can get you when you don't expect it to. It did. To. I was just like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then I was just like, oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> oh, dear. Like, as soon, and honestly, as soon as it started, I went, here we bloody go. There's a Yandere character. Like, yeah. it's just... And for those of you who don't know what that means, it is a female character who is a psychopath and, like, loves the main character and does... Okay. crazy things just enjoys like violence and like yeah, his, yeah the classic a, one is from Mariah Nikki uh, Future Diary yeah 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 uh, I can't remember her name but yeah uh, anyway another one of those sorts of characters which is always just a fucking dog shit trope so and, you dropped um, that one yes just checking you never know <laughs> my blink you know even though we have sometimes have blinkers up I was just like immediately I just, first episode I just went oh fuck 
<laughs> the second episode happened and I was like, no. no. Then the third episode, fun. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, what a mess. Um, anyway, I'll save you some time. That's why we do a mid-season checkup now to save you some time. Hey, look, if you like it, I'm not going to judge you, but... I kind of am. Anyway, <laughs> Graham, what are you watching in mid-season that you're enjoying? Uh, what's what's happening right or now? Or hating? Hell's Paradise is okay. We can all agree on a that. Banger, banging. Um, Demon Slayer is demon slaying. Slaying the demons. Couple of bit of stretched out stuff. Can stand that first episode, man. Yeah, Get really. People love that. Oh, the, 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 when they go to the Infinity Castle, that was cool. I love that. It was fun. Like I like he's falling through, and you're like, wow, this Infinity Castle is really infinitying right now. <laughs> But like when it's what's the, the Masan? Masan, he's just literally like just pouring shit into a beaker, and it's like pow, pow flash cut, yeah, intense droplets. Split. I was like, nah, it's too much. Really? Like you're, you're, I liked it. I don't. Maybe I'm basic. Oh, I you're hiding so your own supply here. <laughs> I was so into that. <laughs> I was more interested in. You I just know, watched some etchy bullshit, which I'd suggested yeah. to people. I was hysterical. I was like, thank God, it was something just too good. Much. It was too bombastic. There was too much going on, and it's just like the whole point of that scene is that you get to see the upper moons yes big deal it's the upper moons but that stuff was great that but was like great. the smash cuts of him just getting angry and crushing a beaker and I was, it was just too much so the direction upset you yeah it was just it's uh, we're already on board you don't have to hype us up more than i just didn't like it i like the chip that strums and they disappear oh she's great yeah, oh, yeah. That, that was cool all yeah. that, so that stuff that would have sounded weird out of context. Um, <laughs> Strums away. Yeah, but um, if you're not yeah. watching Damon Slayer, then, yeah, then what are you doing? just do it because it's a good time. What else is going on? I watched the first episode of Mashal. I've watched a couple of episodes. I've watched a bunch of episodes of Mashal. Uh, it's 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 uh, average. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. It's mid. It's pretty average. It's real mid. The, the humour isn't coming across. I agree. It's not that funny. The animation is pretty shit. I think it's mid. Um, I think it's real mid. I really enjoy that manga, and it's just, it's not really good adaptation. The yeah. humor in it is, it's probably, you know, the difference in the formats, but the humor just doesn't hit. It's um, it's mid, real mid. So I was pretty disappointed by that. Agreed. Agreed. I recommended something that I your turn? now need to stop. Like, similar to you, I was like, whoopsie. Uh, that, But I was, like, really bragging about finding the cool new show that was, like, Breaking Bad and, like, oh, all, like Monster, like, shit, all yeah. this stuff. And I was, like, really on my high horse. And I was, like, sucked in <laughs> Sam. Anyway, turns out it's an absolutely terrible adaptation. Like, it is really bad. Yeah, terribly bad. placed, terribly animated. I've dropped it as well. It's called My Home Hero. And it is not oh. not well done at all. And I, I don't even know. think the first episode was well done. I think I <laughs> you just... You were all up in my I was about just there... I was like, I don't know what, I was in a weird mood when I watched it. I, was just, I saw what I wanted to see. And I think reading about the, I did just read the manga. That is something that is clear to me. But, um, God, it was so funny. It's one of things where I was like, I don't mind that, that I read a bunch of different views and I was like, they're right. One person mm. compared it to The Room. Oh, wow. Like that was, but I don't think it's that bad. I think that's people being, I think that, um, again, as we said in the actual preview episode, I, I don't take bad animation as like as personally as, personally yes, as everyone yeah. else does. So, yeah. but um, I think pacing wise, it was a little bit. It's over the top and ridiculous and soapy. It's pretty and bad. I eh? I've dropped it. So yeah, me too. I have to. I really hoped that that was going to be like I thought I'd found something. You know, you think you found the diamond yeah, in the rough, but yeah. actually you've just like and a turd in the rough. Something <laughs> really like, oh, it's terrible. In shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did that. Um, We've all been this, again. You never know. Maybe system, by the end, it'll, maybe I'll keep going, and maybe by the end it'll turn out. To be great. Yeah, I'm so we'll I check up. it again. I think I got to three episodes and I was like, this is poo. Yeah, it's um, not good. <laughs> Could have been good. <laughs> Could have been. It had potential. It did. 
Uh, yeah, it's a no from me, dog. Um, Dr. Stone, I'm fucking loving, even though it's it's very much an acquired taste. Um, I know our friends on the Bofo podcast had a whole episode of like, is Dr. Stone good? And I was like, <laughs> yes, it is. I love it. It's 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 dumb. It's this, I can't decide if it's the smartest dumb show or the dumbest smart show. You know what I mean? I can't decide which one it is, but it's one of those things. It's like the science is legit apparently, and like really like to the to like. Well, you have to be. Well, apparently, it like has to be. He's like, like, <laughs> like I've, you know, I've read a lot of things online of like yeah. people people run it through like actual scientific rigor, and they're like, this is actually legit. This is all like pretty true. Obviously, they do ridiculous things but it, it's stylized in a way that's like it's quite humorous and like silly and sort of off the wall and like obviously really unrealistic despite the science being done being quite realistic it's weird it's a weird balance but i don't know i love it it's harmless no anime bullshit like dead mount fucking death play no fucking <laughs> etchy nonsense like it's like it's just a fun time and i like turn it on and i'm like wow science is sick you know like in the same way that history is fun science is also fun Charlotte. So, you know, it's a good time. Uh, love it. Loving it. Uh, it's my little pleasure, which I love every week. And um, all good. All good. Big mysteries just been uh, revealed a little bit as well. So, Dr. Stone, big win for me. Okay. I'm yeah. actually watching more anime this season than I have been for a while. Really? Yep. And that is because the slice of life romance uh wholesome anime category here has, is, is top tier. Okay. There's three outstanding outstanding animes take the floor so i talked about skip and loafer you i was didn't. calling it skip to loafer yeah i was oh yes well you got to skip i was to calling loafer, it skip yeah. to loafer which i think it can be translated that way but i think it should be as in the english actual english translation is skip and loafer uh and i talked about that and i was like this could be cool anyway i have since watched it and the last time i did this was because i i watched an episode and i went I simply must read the whole manga. Oh, and I wow, read the wow. entire manga. Okay. Really? Yep. So now Shit. I've read Skip and Lofa, and it's my favorite. So it's, still, it's, still, it's not finished. Okay. So the last time I did that was Blue Period, where I was just like, oh, yeah. I simply must read mm. this. Like, it just, wow. that's good. There was some kind of feeling about it. And I think for those of you who are playing at home who didn't listen to the other episode, uh, I didn't really go into that much. I kind of just at the end sort of talked yeah, about yes, it briefly. Um, I don't think it actually had aired at that time. But uh, it's about a girl like a gifted student who lives in rural Japan, like quite far away. She's only in a class of like six or seven people in her school. And then she wants to go to university. So the last three years in Japan, like your high school is the last three years of schooling. She goes to live with her aunt in Tokyo to go to like a really great school to then, you know, with the hopes of doing her exams and going to university. And it just follows this like really plucky country girl who is like, socially anxious but just like so ambitious and such a great character and her anxiety anxious characters are hard to mm -hmm. to place particularly mm -hmm. um like you know protagonist anxiety driven characters and i find a lot of anime there's one and i forgot the name of it but i will come back to it where it's about a girl who just really struggles with anxiety and she can barely speak to anyone and it's like quite difficult this girl's not quite like that. She's actually quite confident in the end, but she just struggles with being overwhelmed. She's like pitch perfect. She's one of the best protagonists in shoujo. Uh, and she it's very wholesome. There's nothing problematic with this show. It's not fan service. There's nothing even a little right. bit weird about it. You know, I'm kind of like, it's fine, except for this bit. <laughs> it's actually completely wholesome. Um, and all of the characters are treated with a level of respect in which there's not just like black and white. Like she was the bully and like this and that. Like it kind of, the main character is giving Toru Honda vibes a little bit okay. in a way where yeah. like she can Overly. win people over, but 
but in a way like she's sweet but she's also like ridiculous she's hilarious anyway i think it's one of the best slice of life animes i've ever seen whoa yeah. holy shit and watching it every episode i am thrilled and gerald lillywhite I've received phone agrees. calls. I've received messages. Yeah, yeah it, it's fantastic. I know fantastic. it's a good thing when Gerald starts getting on to me about it, you know, like yeah. not that your opinion's any less, but. Um, Hang on. <laughs> well, I just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I realised what you'd said. I was like, wait, what? Uh, no, but I think I really recommend it because it's really well animated as well. It's beautiful. It's great. It's great adaptation. Because wow. I've read the manga now. I'm the, I'm the manga the girl. Manga girl. girl. <laughs> this one. <laughs> and I still, even though I've read the manga, I'm still watching the anime. Wow. Yep. That's good. Okay. Yes. Yeah, wow. no, that's, that's, that is a glowing endorsement. Uh, there's also another called Insomniacs After School, which I talked about briefly. Again, had not aired in the time in which I was doing the other episode. But the concept is there is the protagonist who is a male student at a school who suffers from insomnia, like really badly. And so he's known for being kind of grumpy and all this stuff. But he, there's this uh, astronomy tower in the school. It's like a science school. It's this amazing astronomy tower, but those rumours about it being haunted, no one wants to go near there, there's no astronomy club, it's abandoned. Um, he ends up having to go and get some supplies from there one day and thinks that he's getting haunted, but actually there's another student, this girl there, who also has insomnia but finds that she can sleep in that tower. So that's her thing, like she she can sleep in the tower. But nowhere else. Uh, well, she can't like at night, as in, in day, and insomnia it does kind of work like that. Like yeah, yeah, in the yeah. daytime you just like at times. So she would just go in between classes and – sleep there and she'd been spreading the rumor about it being, being haunted like she just made it up so no one would go there ah, so, um, so shut eye. okay they meet and they become friends and they realize they both have the same problem but they both don't want to tell anyone about their problem because they don't want to be she's got a chronic illness oh. and she hates people worrying about her because of like trauma from her past in that way uh so she doesn't want her friends to worry she's really happy she's like the opposite of him she's like super happy go lucky like and he's kind of grumpy uh and they end up basically meeting in this astronomy tower to sleep and like in a way that's completely wholesome. Like as in like they'll pass out there, but then they also have like their insomnia club in which they'll go like and do just, just hang out in around the school grounds and meet up at night at midnight. And he brings his like camera and he starts doing like, ast- uh, you know, astronomy photography and stuff like that. So okay. actually really, really wholesome, really wholesome, great. Yeah. Uh, and as it turns out, one of the teachers catches him in there and is like, this is sus. You can't be like, are you guys actually just hooking up in here kind of thing? And they're like, no. So then they end up having to open the astronomy club for them to keep on using the astronomy ah. thing as like their base to have like a reprise. Uh, it's actually really, really good. It's, yeah, it's as good. good as Skip and Loafer. Wow. And it's again. You're eating well ser- this season. Seriously. Ooh. And there's another one that's also really good as well. Like all, I've got three. I was like, oh my God, this never happens. Uh, apparently the mangaka for the Insomniacs after school, it came from a really well-respected source material. Female mangaka, right. you can tell. Uh, I think um, the protagonist is a male. It's just really wholesome and like him learning, you know, star photography. That's not the official word for it. You know, like, <laughs> like, nighttime star photography. <laughs> at uh, night, you say? At night. <laughs> at night. At the stars. But yeah. Um, During the day, it's just pictures of the sun. It's awful. It's <laughs> terrible. Blue, yeah. blue, blue, blue. Yeah. But it's, it's very, um, I can tell that it's going to be sad. Oh, I was yeah. like, someone's dying. Like, I, I, I don't know. I have Some not read the, after story but I literally was just vibes. sitting there going like, oh, this is your Ally in April territory. Yeah, okay. Yep, and I was yep, like, yep, God, yep. please don't let the happy-go-lucky girl who was sick in her childhood die, but as if she definitely is going to. Like, I'd be willing to bet a lot of money on that. I would do the same thing. Right yeah. now. But um, I don't know anything. I have not read the- No spoilers here. Um, but yes, I'd watch that. Really, really good. Um, that's one I'm watching. What about Loving Your Mother? Well, I was about to say. Mm, okay. So I was saying I could be cancelled about this one because I think he's in <laughs> high school. He is in high school. Uh, but 
but I don't really wish he wasn't. So again, just to don't that out of context sounded way worse than Ashley's. Uh, <laughs> Loving Yamada level ninety nine nine or my love story Yamada is it's different translations of that. Um, it's about the girl who plays a MMROPG. What does that stand for, Charlotte? Uh, multi uh, massively multi yeah. massively multi player. player. Yeah. Role playing game. What's the, you missed to know? Online. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's the show about? How's it oh going? Oh my God. This girl, <laughs> she's the one that gets, uh, who meets, uh, who starts playing an MMRPG with her boyfriend in real life, who she goes to college with. Uh, he gets her into this game, then he meets someone in game, dumps her. And then she's like, ah, and then she still wants to keep playing the game because she's dropped so much cash on it. And all that stuff, and she ends up meeting one of her guildmates, like at a meetup. They, they basically, I, I, I said this last episode, but they have this like you know a, event where you can meet up in real life for the the big game. And she gets there because she's gonna have the big game. <laughs> the big game. <laughs> uh, she gets there because she. Some might say it's massive. <laughs> it's massively. It's um, but she goes there in the hopes of running into her ex-boyfriend and your partner and she like dolls herself up and everything but actually it's just like really heartbreaking she sees him really happy with his new partner he could not care less she falls over her shoe and gets held up uh helped up by a ridiculously handsome guy who she realizes is someone in her guild who is famously just difficult to talk to doesn't really understand feelings it's just like straight down the line turns out he's a famous streamer like a professional video game player they develop a friendship uh, they end up going out. She pretends he's her boyfriend just to make the other guy jealous. And Yamada is the guy and he is, uh, I guess, like, in a way, he's sort of coded in a way. He's just, like, kind of cold but actually does care. Like, when she cries, he, he just doesn't want her to be upset but he doesn't really understand. He doesn't really – he's, like, very good-looking but never has had a girlfriend because he doesn't really get it. Yeah. He's kind of just, like, oh, I don't really understand emotions and romance and that kind of thing. And, yeah, Uh as I was saying, I had a sneaking suspicion in the first episode that he was in high school because he wasn't drinking at the bar and she was. I was right. And I was just like, it annoyed me because one of the reasons Why? about this show, Why? to be fair, she's 19 and he's 18, like 20 and 18. Like there is two years. And apparently, and this is a spoiler, apparently in the manga before anything romantic happens, he has graduated and is in college. Okay. But I'm like, why couldn't he have just been out of school? Yeah. Like there's, the no, there's no storyline with him being in yeah. school. He Why lives alone. He doesn't he doesn't live with his family. He has his own apartment. He has like completely like there's no it's just like to show him in a school uniform once. It just annoyed me. Because oh, I was man. like, Why Animal, could not he have just been an adult? And then like anyway, it's it's not when you watch it, it is it's actually it hasn't annoyed me as much as I thought it would, as it made me that uncomfortable because I think it's not romantic right now okay. between them. And it's not because the gap is very small in terms of yeah. But I I think this show has it's Madhouse. Oh, it's Madhouse. So it's so well adapted. It's beautiful. The animation's great. It's funny. It's well paced. It's hilarious. I've laughed out loud many times in the show. Great soundtrack. I like the protagonist. I like Yamada. I like everything about it. And I think that the way that it kind of plays into the idea of like online, offline worlds and romance and just being a college student and that kind of stuff. I think it's a really great show and it's not like it's really rare to have that in anime. Yeah, right. Yeah, so right. I'm stoked. I wish he was not in freaking high school. He doesn't need it to sucks. be. And I would like to sucks, complain. Uh, but 
write some strongly no, worded letters. I, I, I do feel a bit better knowing that, like, he is 18, I guess, but also he is leaving, you know, because yeah. the drinking age in Japan is 20. So yes. that's a, he's leaving high school soon. But it's like, it was so unnecessary. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. Uh, but there's a, she's great. She's another Toru Honda. <laughs> you, you've got to, you've got to, yeah, you've got to bring fruit basket <laughs> into it. Bring a shirt for it. That's yes, all absolutely. Um, no, I, I think those three shows have like, I'm fucking stoked about it. You're having a good time. Yeah. You and Gerald Lillywhite are having the time of your goddamn life. <laughs> it's a great Gerald. season. Because um, Yamada is also like a, it's a, you know, they have like an adult, apparently they have like a full adult relationship, you know, and she has like, she's got a breakup and it's like adult stuff. So that, you know, they're adults and dealing with. Well, I mean, all three of those shows, again, anime does, again, it's, it's not really my genre, right? But anime does do relationship dramas in a really unique way. Right. And clearly these, I mean, that they could be Western show. I mean, okay. They've got some, definitely got some Japanese spin to it, you know, but like, that's interesting. It's really interesting. I think so. I love that the show Josai, which is a yes. um, manga is hugely popular, hugely popular, but never gets really adapted. They could really tap into a bunch of, you know, like older people like myself who want to read about, like, I think there's a whole market for people who like anime who are older than you know, absolutely. 13, uh, who would like to see that kind of thing. So I don't know without it being weird, like, cause the show Josiah stuff is not, it's, it's rarely like it's problematic in a lot of other ways, I'm sure. And I'm not, everything's not great, but it's not sleazy and weird. And like, it's not etchy. Yeah. It's like romance. When I say adult romance, people are like, do you mean porn? I'm like, no, I mean like just, they literally <laughs> are adults. Like, <laughs> Straight there. Straight no, but with porn. anime, people do think people that. Go, yeah, yeah. So basically when we say etchy and we've, you probably heard us pepper that word in a few times, basically it is, a word for sexualized fan service. So it's not hentai. Hentai is obviously porn. That is Japanese animated porn. That is what hentai is. Etchy is basically content which includes sexualized elements, but never going past the point where it turns into hentai, which is, of course, hardcore porn. So etchy is, I can't stand etchy. And like a lot of shows, like there are etchy shows, right? They exist, which are just like, you know, or everything but hentai, right? But there are some shows which pepper it in. And so when we bring it in, it's, it's my absolute limit. In fact, it's a big, big, big red flag for me. A lot of the time I mentioned it with Dead Mount Death Play. I'm out. I'm out. Like 100%. And it's a big problem with, of course, one of the biggest shows, and it's not airing this season, but of course, Mushoku Tensei. Mm. Uh, Echi. That's oh. a, another example of it. Uh, and it's hugely popular. But again, I got to the third episode and I was like, Fucking out. I'm out. And, you know, one of the big reasons we started this podcast was to guide people away from what we consider to be problematic. It doesn't mean that if you like it, you know, it's a problem. But, like, for our, from my perspective anyway, not something I enjoy. It makes me feel super uncomfortable. And whenever you fi start finding etchy elements in shows again, I start to be like, ugh, ugh not for me. Hentai is a whole different world and it's something you know, I haven't even seen. So, like, yeah, I mean, right? Oh my god! If something says etchy and a tag on like um, Mal, Mal, I probably right. won't watch it unless it's got like the ravest reviews and everyone's like, "It's the greatest thing you've ever seen." And like, I, it, it really is a big no for me most of the yeah, time. Yeah, hundred percent. I think the only thing I can watch is probably Fire Force. Yeah, yeah, yep. kind of turn yep. my brain off every time that yep. cat girl chops her own. But Maki, yeah, uh, fuck. Is it Maki? No, it's not Maki. No, sorry, Maki's, Maki's the good one. Um, what is her name? Oh, who cares? Doesn't matter. Who cares? But yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it's, it's a problem. Yeah, it takes you problem. so far out of the show I mean, as well. When it happens, it's just like, I mean, Chainsaw Man goes up to the line. 
Right. With it, you know, like you could you could argue there are elements of etchy. This is a thing, like right? It's a term. I it's don't a, think it does. I think etchy is re- like there's so many other things that are. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Like I said, oh, they're, they're yeah, like it's etch- tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's, not- it's, a, it's, it's why I wanted to bring it up because like I just noticed we sometimes we say terms which we understand, but again, it is a slightly nebulous term as well, right? It's not as like hentai is pretty clear cut, you know. It's like porn. That's what that is. Mm. Etchy is kind of a bit more of a fluid concept and and word and what it kind of means, and even fan service is like. Is not quite etchy. Not it's all. Like, yeah. Well, fan service can mean many different things. Yeah. Fan service can just mean appealing to the fans. That's what fan service actually is. When an author deliberately appeals to a fandom for whatever it happens to be, like whether it's shipping a couple of characters, that can be fan service. Whether it's giving the audience exactly what they want is technically what fan service is. But in anime, pretty specifically is about etchy stuff. If you say fan service, that's what they mean. Generally, generally what it means. Now, there'll be people who will disagree with that, but like from a pretty basic standpoint that's when we when we say fan service on this show we mean it in a sort of etchy context so I, yeah just wanted to clear that up yeah so when i say adult romance i don't mean that i mean just like adults in a romantic situation like having relationships yeah. that's that's kind of the thing that's well, so what we said with Eddie shankar right when he was like we're making we're making adult content but not porn yeah we're not making porn you yeah. know it's like because as soon as you say the word adult people go straight to oh it's porn mm. you know what i mean like it's like no 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 and like show josai explain explain that Shoujo Sai, so Shoujo, Josai, the two, you know, we've kind of talked about the broken down the demographics. It's like female demographic. Shoujo is younger female. Josai is older. So Shoujo Sai is kind of like new, young, new adult. Like as in like you're talking, you know, kind of, yeah, that's how I'd say it. It's like older. It's not little girls. It's not. Like straddles, it's kind it of straddles, straddles the, the line. Yeah. So yeah. you've got kind of like you can have Shoujo Sai set in high school, that kind of thing that is mm-hmm. or a bit older like Yamada and, yeah. Um, I think we need to talk about one that we really missed entirely uh, on the well, – and the reason we missed it entirely is because I read the synopsis and I went, you could not pay me to watch that. This is uh, This is going to be interesting. This. Can't okay. wait to find out what it is. So Here we go. This is, yeah, this is I, heavy. I'm going to read the synopsis out yeah. for you. of This show that is, I reckon, the best-received show I've seen in a lot. Like, it's the topping. reviews, it was number one on Mal. It was. It's got like five out of five. It's the the pilot episode. People freaked out about. It's wow. yeah. It's topping. And it's topping almost every Reddit list every week. It's I don't know what we're talking right about. Anime this corner. is exciting. What have I missed? It's a lot. I haven't watched it. I couldn't. Again, I Charlotte watched it and told me the synopsis, and I was like. No, I'm out. So the reason I didn't watch it is because the synopsis is this. A doctor and his recently deceased patient are reborn as twins to a famous Japanese musical idol and navigate the highs and lows of the Japanese entertainment industry as they grow up together through their lives. So I read that, and that's a very basic one. I I think that the one that I read was a bit more detailed. It was like a fan of a teenage idol, like her doctor's murdered and reborn as her child, and I was like, this sounds like a whole lot of yikes. Cooked, dude. Um, What's it then, called? Oshinoko. Oshinoko. But then I saw all the reviews rolling in and I went, okay, maybe maybe I'm missing something here. It blew and, Reddit up. And maybe blew I need to put some anime blinkers on for a second, which I've been trying to not do because I, I think that it's at the point now where there's so much content out there that we can really don't have to make sacrifices just because something's anime yeah, if like we, we don't used to, feel yeah. comfortable watching it. Yep. Like we've now got so many options and so like, and you, and I think that, yeah, anyway. So I was like, okay. And I put it on and the first 10 minutes are a rough watch. And it's only because the protagonist 
is like a lolly con and like quite unashamedly so. So I'll just say that, you know, I will say that the premise is this. Uh, I read out a vague one, but basically we have a doctor in Japan who's, you know, a young adult male. I'd say he's like 30-ish. He's just like a – he has this patient who is about 12, I think, and she's dying. And this is the – like she's a huge fan of idols and she's really, really big fan of this idol eye. And – he tries to save her and she dies and he takes on the fandom of I because in kind of like honour of his patient who's died, you know, memory. And so he becomes a super fan of this idol, which is kind of sweet in a way. If it weren't for like some of the dialogue, it's like they just didn't have to give this character this dialogue. Like it's just so many weird things where he's – because I's still 16, you know, like she's a young teenage idol. And I think there's like a conversation between his dying patient who's 12 and him and she's like, I wish I could marry you. And he's like, oh, I couldn't marry you. I'd be socially ostracised. But talk to me when you're 16. Like that's literally the dialogue. Like it's not even – I was like, oh, good, we're off to a cracking start here. Him like – and I'm not here to be like, you know, grown Ben can't be fans of idols. Of course they can. But I think that just like some of the dialogue wasn't super handled that well. Anyway, to his credit, a young girl comes into his hospital. And she is pregnant with twins, as we find out later. But she's pregnant and he recognises her as I, this idol. She's using a fake name and she's in disguise because she's, you know, someone who is famous and is dealing with a pretty, you know, intense industry that if they found out she was pregnant at 16 would probably not accept her super well. And he agrees to, you know, help her out and deliver the baby and everything. Uh, He, once he does this, he gets murdered by a stalker who is like, what have you done? And she, and so it's this whole thing. He gets murdered by a super fan of her. He then gets reincarnated as one of the twins, but he's still got his adult brain. So he gets born and this other twin gets born. So you've got an adult brain who's a super fan of this girl and now she's his mother. She's still 16, might I add, in this scenario. Fuck. And he doesn't like this bit. So it's like, look who's talking-esque in this way. Like, it's not that. It's like- Also Michelle Pretense. Yeah. But I was like, oh, like, is it like this weird horny baby thing? I don't know what that is. Nah. What, what trope is that? But it's not actually. Because okay. he does, he refuses to get breastfed by her, that kind of thing, because he doesn't want to disrespect her. But the other baby is also somebody who we know later who it is. Someone else who's been reborn, who's happy to do that kind of thing. Who is a, is a girl who turns out to be, this isn't a spoiler, turns out to be his patient that died. Right. Gets reincarnated. Anyway, this episode, I once I got to that point, I was like, okay, we're kind of. I think we're in the clear for some reason. I don't know why we had to have him being that way. What kills me about this is that the fucking final act of this episode was the best thing I've seen in a while. It was the most heartbreaking, stunning look at a horrifying industry. You know, it was actually all about idol industry and being a young woman and trying to make it work and trying to kind of come across pressures. And I, such a great character, the mother yeah, character. Perfect blue sort am- of vibes. Yeah, and mm. she's amazing and the way that she kind of navigates it, the way it's animated is stunning. All of it's great. The reason I think that this, the first episode was so widely praised is also it's, a, it go, it's like four in one. It goes for an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like a full movie length. And by the time you get to the ending, which I will not spoil, you're like, it's a gut wrenching. Like it's suddenly you're like, what am I watching? You're like, is this a mystery? Is this like a, what? What is going on here? It's a supernatural mystery, uh, deconstruction of the idol industry in Japan. 
and it's fascinating and it's beautifully done and I see why there's hype around it. I really do. I just wish that the main character didn't have like really overtly pedophilic dialogue in the first 10 minutes of the episode. <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah. He didn't have to. He could have just been the girl's doctor and been like, Perfectly you know, normal, yeah. okay, and then like became reincarnated and was like, and still be a fan of her and like just. Still works. Yeah, mm. I just. Unnecessary. It was just like, a, oh, we're so close, but ugh. But I mean, to be honest with you, I will keep watching this show because I want to know what happens. It got me. It's also written by the same author as Kaguya Summer. Yeah. People so, have said this is the be- one of the best pilots ever made of yeah, any medium. I, look, I, 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 I saw Reddit explode. But and after I like, the Whoa. first, I agree, the second half is, it kind of makes it worse. But the first 10 minutes was so hard. And I, I felt like I could never recommend this to anyone who wasn't already deep in the reads of anime. The, yeah. But I was like, that's so weird. Like, well, yeah. It's, look, it's so one it of the big painful. problems with the, with the medium, right? It's so well done. And I think the voice acting, the like the animation, there's so many moments that I've, I kind of was like, this is so powerful. And it's so well received for a reason. But I just – and even like I, the Anime Feminist is a um, publication that I absolutely adore. They're brilliant. Uh, they, they love this show. So That's I, interesting. I, yeah, because I think that the gender discussion and like a lot of the interesting things about it it kind of outweighs, you know, they do mention what, but I'm like, I still just found it deeply uncomfortable. I yeah, don't think, of course. And for our, what we are, which is gateway to anime, which is recommending things for people to watch, it would be a tough sell. Yeah, people would yeah. look at me like, I haven't watched it awful. for that very reason. Um, I haven't done it. It's Can't. not as bad as Mushoku Tensei, I don't think. Okay, but, good. But I also think the issue is that this guy, the main character who's now name is Aqua, and his reincarnated name, um, he doesn't get any. Like there's never any like no one ever's like that was weird what you were doing outside of a joke so it's kind of like really normalized it's fine Look, whereas at least in Mishoko Tensei he was an ostracized, ostracized character, character. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think they're as bad as each other like I think Mishoko yeah. Tensei is a actually he, he's like, a piece of shit yeah so really I, I feel and I feel like that people who are fans of they might come for me and be like you obviously don't understand or whatever I I genuinely think it was a brilliant piece of art the pilot episode was stunning uh, but. You need to just take on yourself, look at the trigger warnings, look at everything, and see whether or not you are willing to get through just a bit of weirdness. Mm. By a bit, I mean a lot of weirdness. Look, it's, I mean, we could literally do a whole podcast on this topic. You know what I mean? It's like, we're not going to dive too, you know, we'll keep it brief. But uh, I want to keep tabs on this because I think it's such a conversation that needs to be had in this medium as Western fans, which is pretty much what our whole podcast is about. So, yeah, I think it's really. It's fascinating. Again, I haven't watched it because I just like after, you know, I've read enough about it to be like, you know what? Don't need this in my life. Don't need it in my life. I don't care how good the fucking pilot is. I'm like, I don't need this content in my fucking life. I think so, it's, you know, I don't know. That's just me. But. I want to be cautious when I talk about it because the power in the pilot is not really knowing what you're getting yourself into. And that's, okay. uh, so I think that when I saw the poster, I went, is this just a weird idol isekai? Like that's mm. what I thought. And I think that's what it's deliberately packaged as. Yeah. It's not quite that. Um, you read the manga? Mm. What did you think? Did it make you feel uncomfortable? Or was it okay? I just can't get by the whole "I'm a now a baby." Yeah, I know. Me type either. aspects. It's fucking Same weird, man. Shoka Tensei. I watched a lot of that, but the whole "I'm a grown man as a child." It's cooked. It's just it's, it's cooked. that. To be fair, by the yeah. end of the pilot, he's not a child. Anymore. Yeah, they grow yeah. up pretty quickly in this one. It's okay. a it's a kind of a sequence where it kind of like, and that's not a spoiler. It's like yeah. the ending of the pilot is them as teenagers. I just think it could have been done differently. Differently. And wouldn't have taken much to make it better. But again, it's like, you know, look, I'm not going to go into the reads on this, but like uh, Japanese culture is very fascinating. And, but there is a really, obviously there's always been a lot of problematic content towards women. Uh, 
the age of consent was incredibly low until very recently. These are massive issues. Um, and again, I don't really want to get too far into this because like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Japanese culture got all these problems, but it does. Every culture does. Okay. But like one of the major problems that we have when we watch anime is that stuff, you know? And it's just like, ah, no, well, wrong, what, what's wrong. About this one, Some things it? are fucking wrong. But you this know, show, like, um, a whole huge part of it is highlighting issues like that within the entertainment industry in Japan. Like that's kind of the point of the show. That's interesting. I, so I, maybe it's, I should it's watch when you kind of like, is this a part of the point of the show? And maybe okay. my discomfort in that is sort of, yeah, and I, I just, I don't know. To me, yeah, I kind of couldn't get past the, the grown man and the baby thing. Yeah. That was my big yeah. caveat there. And the main character just being blatantly like, I was like, whoa. But um. I think that the show does do a job, a good job in highlighting issues with being a young yeah. teenage. Because like I, the mother, is a is sixteen. Interesting. And so you're kind of like, holy shit! Like you're this young, like a child having kids, trying to keep that a secret, trying yeah. to make it work in this cutthroat industry. It's really interesting. It is. Anyway, anyway, uh, there you go. Maybe watch it. Actually, <sighs> maybe you should watch it. <sighs> Fuck, I don't know, but it looks fascinating. Maybe it's my favorite show of all time. I don't know. I, I just no, sorry. I, just, I, don't, I don't know though. Yeah, I'm so know. confused. Yeah. I will watch it. I think just because I I want to keep tabs on it because it's an interesting it's saying something that is fascinating. Yeah. Like, am I okay? I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I got like I uh, you and you and the rest of the internet like like it, I can't express to you how much of a reaction there was from that pilot. Like, oh, it's the most. It well- blew up. It was number one on Mal for a while until you will know why. When you watch it. Right. Because by the time you get to the it's a roller coaster. By the time you get to the end, I think it's the first four chapters adapted. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it gets past yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, totally but you get to the end of that, you're like, holy shit. Like and then you're like, what is this show even about? I've had like a whiplash from this. And I think it keeps you guessing. And I think it's it is like, I'll hand it to it. It's unique. It's a unique show. Sounds like it. Uh but I I find it. Too many problems. Yeah, I just I, there's a lot of discomfort there for me. So yeah, fair enough too. Anyway, but I did watch it. So, but right. Well, we'll just finish up, Graham. You watched Heavenly Delusion. You watched the first episode. Got the first episode in. What do you think? Interesting, man. Yeah, uh, this is the Attack on Titan esque kind of mystery thriller, sci fi. Yeah, there's there's a couple of kids. End of civilization stuff. Yeah, they're trying to get to a place for apocalyptic wasteland. Um, there's also cuts to like a sort of I get I don't know it's like a school they sort of seem to be isolated from the world they don't really know kind of like a promised neverland thing mm, right? they don't mm. know what's the what's outside out there? world is like yep. so it's kind of flitting between these two uh really interesting really interesting characters but first episode so you're still but you're still going to watch it like oh, every day I'm like god I got to watch that second episode okay like first episode's great right on animation's great characters seem great there's the mystery is is good but yeah, one episode in. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It's getting very well reviewed. Um, so yeah, Oshinoko is you should watch it from the animation because the way they do the eyes. Yeah, I, I know the, the thing about the eyes. stars represents how talented you will be or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like, like the star eyes. It's, yeah. good, good, it's like up there with Kogias in the anime eye category. Oh, anime yeah, eyes. Got some good Top anime 10 eyes anime eyes. Go. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other podcast. Sharing good. So um, what's your top pick? Is it Vinland Saga? Story? It's Vinland. Okay, I've, I'm glad you... So yeah. good that. Uh, so as much as Gerald Lillewhite's enjoying his, you know, uh, slice of life stuff as always, he also <laughs> sent show, me man. a text very recently, being like, "Vinland Saga is the best show on television right now." Full stop. 
and it's not even close. And you know what? He's right. And I put this on our story just recently where I'm like, this is not only the best anime of the season, it is the best show on television. Full stop. Because it fucking is. Vinland Saga season two, core two, the whole is just, it's so good. I can't even like, if you're not watching Vinland Saga, if, if you get nothing else of this fucking show, watch Vinland Saga, please. It yeah, is right. so- I'll write this down. What's it called? <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep- Vin? Test- Vin? I keep- It's called Graham- Skip to Loaf. Graham's really uh, upsetting uh, me by like trolling me. But like, I'm like, you know, you're doing yourself a disservice, sir. It's just, it's so good. I've Please. got 30 years of life left. I mean, I'll get to it. That's fine. <laughs> get with the times. That's fine. Anyway, look, Vinland Saga season two, core two, just outstanding. So much better than season one. And like the character, you want to talk about a character study? You want to talk about a slow onion peel of like, oh, it's and just about the savagery of of slavery and, and European history. And again, I mentioned it in the last podcast uh, in, uh, way back about just how being Australians from a cultural standpoint, like we look to Europe. There's a, there's a play by a playwright called Michael Gow who wrote a really average play about this, but it's a really interesting thing where like Slab Australia- Are you bringing up Europe by Michael Gow on that podcast? I am, I'm bringing it up. Okay. Oh my God. Okay, there's about three people who are listening to this podcast who are going to be like There's about dying, three people who understand. Who are going to be okay. dying at this reference. Anyone who went to Whopper. But so anyway, um, but the fact of the matter is, is that Australians are an interesting cultural position where we look at Europe and we look at, you know, it's the cultural epicenter. You know what I mean? And our position to Europe is very interesting, right? And it always has been. But then of course you actually go and you study a bit of history and you're like, you're, you're pretty fucked. Only two world wars, both there. Uh, there's some massive issues in that place. And the history is fucking brutal. And slavery, worst thing humanity's ever done to itself. So it's a really interesting examination of that, but also a beautiful character study in how someone can grow through adversity and how one, if one wishes to have a contra viewpoint of the world in which they exist, but how do they go about achieving that viewpoint when you simply can't rise above it due to the fact that the world itself is positioned to not allow you to think that way? It is just fascinating. Please watch Vinland Saga season two. So anything else, anybody? Well, we didn't really, we talked about because we, spoiler, we're going to do a Hell's Paradise episode soon. That's why we didn't talk about it that much today, but we're True. all enjoying it so far. I think it's a good adaptation. Everyone's up in Hell's Paradise. It's sick. Yeah, Mappa doing a great job. Monday. There's a couple of things I haven't got around to watching, um, but I will. Uh, so there's a couple of other rom-coms in there. Stacked for rom-coms. <laughs> it's, season. it's the rom-com it's season. It's a rom-com season. And you know what? Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Charlie yeah. and Gerald Lily White just, just having the time of their life. God. The fact, <laughs> that, the, fact that are, the fact that there are three shows that I'm like watching as they come out is is great. Like I've, as in like. What's time to be alive? Absolutely. As in you've, like, been, you've been like, you know, you haven't been as like jacked about anime recently. And that's great that you're now. The rom-coms have come come to the rescue. I know. You know? I'm so glad that I'm really, um, you know, shattering gender norms by being really into rom-coms. <laughs> we need Gerald uh, in yeah, here quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's weird for me to be into rom-coms, to be honest. Uh, but I just like, you know, the world's a little bleak, so it's nice to have something wholesome. Cost of living crisis, man. It's hard out there. So... But yeah. Speaking of, we Stop have a Patreon. The real world into Speaking this. of which, we <laughs> do have a Patreon. Of, we have Patreon. <laughs> we do. Which you can join. And yeah, honestly, we also, T-shirts. We sell on them. We need help. Uh, so. 
just got way too real. <laughs> no, Josh, we do this because we love it. But um, also, like, thumbs. You're going to take my thumbs, Homer. <laughs> uh, look, if you do like what we do, you can head to our Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash gateway to anime. Of course, you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and our wonderful website, www.gatewaytoanime.com. Honestly, thank you guys so much. I'm, I'm enjoying the way we're doing these. Uh, seasonal you know three different episodes like because it's honestly it, it moves fast it does move fast yeah. and often when we get to the the roundup it's kind of like where's the context here but I you know i just it's, love that it's you good. recommended death play oh man I know, I've, I've, I'm, I'm over but it's the thing i like the fact that now we just do like we read some synopses and we're like well we're not checking this sounds kind of interesting and then you get to the midpoint like it's not. It's bad. And then abort, abort, the, abort. And honestly, I'd be intrigued to see if we go with our wrap up because there'll probably be something that I'm like, oh, I should have been watching this all along. This is and the thing. And it's a movable feast. And we're very happy to be on the train. And I hope you are too. Tell us what you're watching in the comments. Let us know what we've missed. There might be a big sleeper that we're missing. Um, or let us know about your thoughts on any of the shows we've talked about. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the spring 2023 season. We'll be back with our roundup in like five or six weeks. Five so uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, time flies, baby. Thanks so much. Charlie Graham, thank you. Thank you. See you next time.